Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Wrestle me, Pete. Wrestle me, Mark. Oh, How you doing, man? You all right? Good, good. It's a good episode to come in on, isn't it? <laughs> it's a good episode. Yeah, if, if this is your first time, ooh, this is going to be good. I've just noticed that, like, the thing that I've got, like, you know, we finished with um, uh, uh, a little Rey Mysterio dressed as Heath Ledger, the yep. deceased um, actor. Um, and the, the next thing I've got up is a load of uh, Randy Orton erotic uh, stories oh. that I found on the li- on the, online. Do you want a cheeky one? Yeah, let's all hear right. it. This is, uh, I think you call it slasher fiction, don't you? Uh, slash, slash fiction. Slash fiction, yeah. where people just write erotic stories about uh, public Little figures. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there are Randy Orton saw the... <laughs> or anyone, really, or anyone. Uh, as Randy Orton saw the mystical John Cena go down, he cried in the inside, but not on the out. He grabs John Cena's hand and kisses it, just like his mother did to him when he was little. Wait, that wasn't John Cena, that Randy just kissed it. It was his sister that looked like a buff boy. <laughs> just confusing right just what this was ranked 600 in the John Cena stories <laughs> I like the uh, the whole thing about slash fiction is I don't necessarily suddenly want Randy Orton to be remembering like tender moments with his yep. mum yep. just R- bone each other R- Randy Orton jumped back on his boat and all of his henchmen were taken out by none other than music players and his name is John Cena bam pow is the sound that John Cena's mouth makes while he's giving Randy Orton a nuggy but then the sky started storming as Batman did dual team takedown with John Cena on Randy Orton. Therefore, Randy Orton is now in jail for murdering his own sister with a trial forever. And John <laughs> Cena lived happily ever after with Batman. <laughs> 600. Uh, 600 I, that was. I do think there's something a little bit believable about it because yeah. Randy Orton is a former Marine and John Cena, he loves Pretending he's a Marine. He loves yes. the army. Perfect. Uh, we'll, we might talk a little bit later about uh, Sergeant Slaughter's stolen valour. Okay, lovely that, that, old that, job. That seems like an obvious thing. You're like, well, of course, well, of course, of course it's Donald Miller. But he also, you do know how deep it he goes. Also sort of got, exactly, you know. He's like, well, if I separate myself from the character, the inspiration came from, oh, naughty. <laughs> so naughty. <laughs> Naughtier than Batman and John Cena. <laughs> naughty. Um, I said you were in for a treat today. I mean, I may have got that wrong if this is your first listen. Uh, but <laughs> we are going to be talking about the greatest WrestleMania match of all time yes um i i i think i think you know there's something to be said that some people will disagree with this some people will say that the match that undertaker and Shawn michaels had the following year uh which was michaels's a retirement match until some ill-advised return in saudi arabia um is the the better of the two uh it is not It, it just isn't this one came with a fair amount of hype but nobody knew what what this match was going to be right and it became something so special 
And it became something so special for a number of reasons. I've been reading quite a lot about this, and there's some weird sort of people who are influenced by Roland Barthes and the theories of wrestling. And I was reading a lot of this, and they use this match as a, a good example, because in some ways this is a very simplistic match. This match could have happened at any point in wrestling's history because you've got if you like a good guy who is represented by Shawn Michaels uh, who comes in uh, he's a born again Christian comes in in white comes down from heaven versus the undertaker the personification of darkness and evil who is in the black so you've really got those sort of linear splits Um, what is really interesting about what some of these guys wrote and I should actually credit the guy he's a guy called Kit McFarlane on Pop Matters he looks at this with a Roland Bart eye Mm. and he was trying to work out why this match is so emotional And so he said this, and I'm just going to read it verbatim because it's absolutely bang on. It presented a battle between two legends, each performing at main event level for decades, battling injuries and outlasting many of their peers, and who were forced to, in a sense, step up to prove that not only were they worthy of staying main event attractions, they were also completely worthy of legendary status. From a narrative perspective, the fight could be seen as an increasing drama of desperation and a realisation of a kind of iconic mortality. Sean was and remains one of the greatest performers in WrestleMania history. The Undertaker had an unbroken streak of WrestleMania victories, then 16-0. If anyone was worthy of breaking the streak, it was Sean Michaels. If anyone was worthy of keeping the streak intact, it was The Undertaker. With such a pedigree, the match wasn't merely about heroes and villains and ethical transgression. Instead, it was, quite simply, about quality. And it sounds like like heavy work. And it's just not... I mean, it really is just about two men who have learnt so much Mm. in the time they've been doing it, who are at the absolute top of their game. Maybe not physically, but in their knowledge and understanding of how to work a crowd. And they have this amazing crossing where their careers are both at their zenith and they just come across each other on this magical night in front of a crowd in front of whom they can do no wrong. Mm. And it is uh, just watching it back. You'd never seen it before. No. So what did you think? I thought, I mean, it was it, it just, it was some of the best punching I'd seen in a match, weirdly. And they just, the, 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 the two men just kept getting better and better and their careers have just got better and better and the, and how convincing all of the turnovers were every time it would you would relinquish possession you think you were going to get a pinfall you think you're going to get this or that and every time it turned over the crowd would get hotter and hotter and hotter yeah. and hotter and i don't think i've ever seen a crowd as hot as this no and you were part of it and you can't remember much of it <laughs> I, I do i do remember parts of this match because mm. i remember being excited and i remember from the get-go this built and built and built and yeah. to be in a room where it was happening this match was, it wasn't something that you went back afterwards and went, that was good. Mm. I have never seen, I mean, 75,000 people in one place, whether that's a slightly massaged figure or not, that two men who are like specks in the middle of it are doing a dance with their bodies mm. and that makes 75 people act as one. So there was a bit that I can really remember, which is Undertaker does a tombstone to Shawn Michaels mm. and he covers him for the pin, sticks his tongue out. It's obviously the end, and Michaels kicks out at two. And the entire place lifted as one. And hearing the roar of everyone going, it was was like the air was sucked out of the room and you were just pulled out of your seat. It was was nuts. Mm. It was nuts. And the idea that two people could move in a way that makes 75,000 people 
just you know and it's not hitler it's not bad <laughs> you know <laughs> it was it was just exceptional watching this back I, you know, you don't watch the great matches very often, oddly. Mm. You know, you, you tend to sort of, you know, search out things that you think you know less well. Only watching it back was I like, I didn't remember this being half as good as this. Mm. The pace is nuts. You've got Michaels, who is just like the king of emotion. He is having this impossible struggle. But what becomes apparent as the match goes on is there is no way for either man to beat the other. Mm. And it's just going to come down to... The, the, multiple finishes is one of the first times this happens in a big high-profile WWE match. So in Japan, this sort of thing has been going on for years. But this is the first time we've seen people continually kick out of finishes. So you might kick out of one, oh, but then Undertaker gets in with the tombstone. Yeah. And then Michaels kicks out. And straight afterwards, Michaels hits the super kick. And he goes down, so obviously that's going to be the... No, it's not. Right. And this is the first time that we've ever seen... And the multiple finishes really happens a lot now. You see it all the time. People yeah. expect it. It's become overused. The first time it's deployed here... Again, historically, you forget that that's why this match at the time was such a big deal. No one had ever seen anything like it. And it just took it to the next level. That these weren't wrestlers who lost to each other because there was a move done. These are wrestlers who were so good they could not lose to a move. And it mm. just kept building and building and building. Watching the crowd on this WrestleMania, you, you see about, it's a, a weird one where the crowd are really well illuminated and they're really nicely banked. Mm. So it's a whole wall of faces behind the ring. And by the time you get to the last 15 minutes of this match, you can watch the crowd as much as anything. And they are like being pulled out of their seat they are disbelieving they are in the match it's mm. like they're wrestling every it's just watching them is amazing absolutely incredible that match is it's watching uh, it's just such good quality it's they were never ever this good again because i don't think anyone expected the match to be this good yeah and it was also one of those rare matches and it doesn't happen all the time where you didn't know who was going to win mm. If anyone was going to break the streak, it would be Shawn Michaels, Mr. WrestleMania. You know, it's absolutely what this um, Kit McFarlane on Pop Matters said. You know, it is just that no, Undertaker deserved to have the streak intact mm. and Shawn Michaels deserved to break it. But, but the reverence that you sort of um, sort of give um, Shawn Michaels, I perhaps didn't really re get until this match and how much of a servant he's been for our product we've talked about every single week for the past two years. Yeah. Like how important he is because he... As like last year, he ended Ric Flair's career. Like he, he we, yeah, we just he's got so many stories in WrestleMania, and this is a beautiful one. It is, it is, and also the other thing is this match made the streak important. Mm. So previously, it's a thing, the streak, you know, and there was never any danger of it being broken, and it was just another thing. It allowed the, the Undertaker to be a semi-main event. This match is so important because it then makes the streak something special. Yeah. And the streak becomes, every year from this point on, the main event of WrestleMania. Right. It might not be in the last match position, but it is the most important match mm. because it's the streak. The most unique um, wrestling real record. Nobody will ever come in again and have 20 years of winning at WrestleMania over mm. a quarter of a century period. Mm. Undertaker misses a few WrestleManias. So a quarter of a century and you win each time. No one, very few people are going to be with the WWE for a quarter of a century, let alone have a career that allows them to do that. This match is its so good that it creates the streak. It makes Michaels into a legend. You know, previously he's he is a legend, but this match, when he goes in with another legend, how they both lift it, it's, it's just exceptional. It's and, so good. And it's a miracle that 
um, it didn't end with the Undertaker literally breaking his fucking neck. Oh because my god! Yeah, there is there is a bit where he. What do you call it a moonsault? I don't know what it is. Like, he, he, he does a, uh, a, a, I think you call it a, a tope suicida. Right, okay. Yeah, so diving. It's a suicide dive. Yeah, or diving over the ropes or through the ropes. Is it over the ropes? Over the ropes. He goes yeah, over, cause he, yeah. Because he's a big, tall mm. guy. He leaps um, and um, Michaels is supposed to throw, or the cameraman is supposed to get in the way yeah. of um, the Undertaker and break his fall. He barely touches him and he just lands on his fucking head and he is out for it. Well, he's not out, but he's he's on the floor going... Fuck there, for ages. There is a there is a bit here where I, again I you know the dive is very very famous in WrestleMania. Mm, yeah, it's a really famous moment. What I didn't notice is like beforehand to get Michaels on the outside. Michaels does a moonsault off the top turnbuckle to Undertaker on the outside. Right, yeah. And Undertaker right, yeah. as he's coming down just grabs Michaels and slams him onto the floor. Yeah, doesn't help. Yes. Doesn't protect him in any way. No, no. I looked at that and I thought, you shit, you absolute <laughs> shit. And then he bounces off the rope and I went, it's going to be the dive. Ah, oh, see how you like it, you big brute. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that because he does really land really heavily. He gets in some He has no, yeah, he has no. What, what, this, 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 uh, the cameraman was actually a wrestler. Yeah. And the wrestler yeah. was Sim Snooker. Right. Who is the son of Superfly Jimmy Snooker. Oh. And he was in a tag team called Deuce and Domino, who were, you know, SmackDown tag team champions. They were at a period when no one was particularly bothered in the tag team belts in SmackDown. So right. didn't have a stellar career. But his one job was to catch The Undertaker on yeah. that dive. And Michaels, basically, I think it's Shawn Michaels' job was to drag Snooker into The Undertaker. Mm. Because why is a cameraman going to be there waiting for The Undertaker to jump on him? Mm. So the idea was that Michaels would pull Snooker over and Undertaker would hit him. Undertaker's at a funny angle and Michaels leaves it too long. Yep. Sim Snooker is holding a camera over his eyes. Yeah. So he's got a limited peripheral vision. <laughs> and so what happens is he gets pulled in the way. Undertaker comes down like he's fallen out of a building yeah. just onto Sim Snooker who lands on the camera which sort of breaks <laughs> under his back and you can see Sim Snooker just oh, going oh that's it I'm, yeah. I mean I've, he's dead <laughs> Michaels looks over and the crowd goes silent in this uh, as well they are just like that was not good No, when you see it from the reverse side it just looks like Undertaker just dives he does a dive into a swimming pool off a board and the swimming pool is empty yeah. that's essentially what happens Michaels said you hear the gasp of the people I was pushing one guy and I didn't actually see the impact. Pushing one guy was actually pulling Sim Snooker in, right, yeah, into, yeah. into the way. I was pushing one guy and didn't actually see the impact. But I remember looking over and seeing the little indentation in the mat and being obviously concerned. But he was moving, so I figured that was good. <laughs> Jeez, oh. So, um, Sim Snooker, I, uh, he's famous for being the person who missed The Undertaker when he was supposed to catch him. Mm. You watch it back and you realise he was, he was not really responsible for this, wasn't he? Just He was fired uh, within, within, I think, two months. Right. But he was never, ever on television again after that. Right, okay. And I think, you know, in, internally, like... it would be too much for The Undertaker to go, yeah, I really messed up there. Mm. I think it's more important that you go, this fucking loser who has no right to reply, <laughs> he ruined that for me. Um what this then gives you is a thing where you realise this is a special match. So Undertaker gets into the ring before he's counted out. So it goes nine and he gets in yeah. and the crowd explode. Mm. And when is the last time that you saw someone breaking that traditional seven, mm. eight, and they actually go, he's going to get fucking counted out. Yeah. And when he comes in, you go, God, I've never actually seen that work. Yeah, he pulls down like the ring, uh, like the ring sort of curtain um, or the ring skirt sort of thing. 
at nine, and I'm like, yeah. hey, I'm, and the referee is taking slight liberties <laughs> with the timing. Um, I, I genuinely think, and I don't think he's going to get in. He <laughs> looks in a terrible way. Mm. And then the brilliant thing about that is he gets back into the ring. Mm. Everyone's exploded about that. And the first thing that happens is he then choke slams Michaels. So yeah. you know he's back in it. And you go, oh, well, that's the end. Mm. And he covers him, and Ooh, it's it. not the end. We're only just beginning. <laughs> um, this match was not supposed to be a classic. So... They, uh, the referee, a guy called Marty Elias, actually spoke about it. He said it was actually only supposed to be 15 minutes long. Mm. And they were originally supposed to be third on the card, um, which I think is where the... Um, uh, the Royal wasn't it? The, the, the women. Yeah, the women. Yeah, yeah, I think it's the women's uh, Miss WrestleMania Battle mm. Royale. Um, they said um, it was me, Sean Michaels, Undertaker, Pat Patterson and Michael Hayes. And Michael Hayes told Sean and Taker that we were third and only had 15 minutes. Sean and Taker looked at each other and they gave these puzzled looks. It was something that needed to be changed. It did change, but we didn't get the main event. Now, Michael Hayes was the agent working there, and he realized really quickly, he was like, shit, they've been going 15 minutes, and I know there's at least 15 minutes worth of stuff they've not got through yet. Mm. So he went to Vince McMahon, and he said, um, they're going way over. And Vince said, I don't care, let them go. And everybody else had to follow suit. Now, I'm not convinced by that story (laughs) for the simple reason that they're saying essentially they had an extra half an hour that they weren't allocated. But that half an hour would not have gone on the end of the Triple H match with Randy Orton, which is fucking long. The last two matches are actually an hour. So they're saying what? Between the John Cena match and 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 the Triple H match, they were going to be what? 45 minutes each. Yeah. Bullshit. <laughs> I don't know why people lie. I don't know why they don't just say, yeah, they were given that time. and Boy, didn't they do a great job. <laughs> yes. um, it, it's the best match of, of all time. Um, <laughs> it is incredible. Now, I, I, you just, the multiple finishes you've never seen before. There is nothing gimmicky about this. There's nothing hackneyed. They no. don't do crawling to go, can I get the pin? Mm. They don't have the referee go one, two, oh my arm. Mm. They don't, there's nothing. There's yeah. nothing sort of hokey or rubbish. It's just two legends trying to beat the other. And it's so pure and brilliant. It's just marvellous. Taker does get his nipples out though. So, because he's age really, I'm like, oh. Yeah. He gets that long tongue out as well. Like, yeah, he loves the tongue. He loves that like tonguey that. tongue. I'm like, uh, is that part of it? Is it, if you watch the rugby, what's going on here? But I just, I'd never actually seen it, a match before where you keep going, but how, how was that not the ending? Yeah. Where are we going? Is it, but we're, it, in, we're in a new terrain. There here. should have been, at, at this point, like a voting system for the crowd. Do you want to end WrestleMania <laughs> yes. right now? Click in yes for yes entirely. and just end it. Entirely. I mean, it, it, there's there's another uh, little bit that I was reading mm. that slightly goes against the, the bit that the referee Marty Elias said, uh, which is they said the writers had a discussion prior to WrestleMania about whether this should be the main event. Mm. And the people who won were the Triple H and Randy Orton side. What and they surprise. were like, well, we've been running this on Raw and it's, you know, mm. it's our big program. And I think people would want it to, you know, you stupid <laughs> morons. It's obviously, nobody realised how good this would be but <laughs> halfway through Hurricane Helms apparently who was um, I, I don't he must have been a lumberjack in the in the dark match right. he was backstage uh, and after the match was over he just said I know we don't have a mercy rule in pro wrestling they said but we, we should pull the mercy rule because no one's going to follow that the mercy rule is in two team sports if one team is ridiculously ahead yeah, yeah, the mercy just... rule you just go okay game's over yeah, yeah. you know because you don't want to humiliate the other people that is what happened. They needed the mercy rule <laughs> after this match. The crowd are just, they are squirming through this. Mm. They, uh, it's just, it's watching the crowd as well as watching the match. 
it's just a magical night. I mean, it comes together so well. But watching those two men control that many people mm. with emotion is... I, I, I don't know how this is so good. I also don't know why not all wrestling matches are this good. Mm. There, there seems to be no reason as to why they shouldn't. Well, well yeah. <laughs> you know what I, I mean? So, it's just yeah, two yeah. guys having a, having a fight and you do some moves and you go, oh, it didn't pin me. And I don't yeah. understand. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. I guess like the, it's it's like soccer, isn't it? Like the 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 general um, quality has gone up, but some yeah. teams, uh, and I will be checking the uh, Newcastle West Brom score uh, very very briefly, uh, <laughs> just under underperform sometimes, and it it just doesn't work, and just things don't kind of align. You you don't have the right management, you don't have the yeah. right advice, you don't get the right uh, people. I mean, it's a testament to this uh, show or, or this um, or this wrestling matches. There is a bald man in the front row with a Harlequin-style jumper, and he will not sit down. He will not. And I didn't barely notice him. And in any other match, I'd be concentrating on the little bald man with his little glasses. There's there's some funny stuff about this, which is in wrestling, you know, you have to pretend you want to win. Well, they are pretending they want to win, but they also want to win. There's a a funny thing of, you know, they're pretending they're exhausted, but they are also exhausted. They're they're pretending that, you know, they're doing everything they can to beat the other guy but they are also doing everything they can to beat, to beat the other, the other guy. guy. Yeah, it, yeah. It's, such a, it's such a bizarre, weird thing. Um, <laughs> Shawn Michaels um, looks at this as being the best match he ever had. Right. Um, he said, I look back at things and I can be real critical of myself. There aren't many times I've come out of the ring where I haven't felt like, you know, I could have done something better. I could have changed this or changed that. But that match... 
That's one I don't know I can say that with. Um, Smashing. J- J- uh, Jim Ross also, I mean, the amount of wrestling he's covered, he said, one of the greatest gifts I've ever had was to be able to call that match with Cole and Lawler. I thought it was a piece of art. I have never seen a more psychologically compelling match than Sean and Taker had that night. I had goosebumps. I had tears in my eyes. I was so emotionally wrapped up in that presentation. Um, Shawn Michaels also said, I remember going home after WrestleMania 25 and saying to my wife, that was pretty good. Maybe that should have been my last match. Um, mm. He was already thinking of retirement, obviously, at this, this point. And we will see Sean and Taker next year at WrestleMania 26 with uh, Sean's career at stake. Now, some people say that that is the better of the two matches. Right. They, they, they are wrong mm. for the simple reason is that this is the better match. <laughs> it's, it's just magic. No one thought it was going to be that good. Yeah. And it was so good. I tell you what, the bit that really made me laugh on this is it finally finishes. Everyone is spent. The last thing you want is two more matches. It's absolutely it's so, the last thing you it's want. so, and we will probably gloss over them. Uh, to we be quite will. Frank. It cuts to Lord. Evander Holyfield in the crowd. Yes. It says Evander Holyfield and the commentators, they don't even have the energy to name check him. <laughs> and they just stare at Evander <laughs> Holyfield silently putting up the jukes. It says Evander Holyfield underneath and the commentators are just silent. Yeah, they're absolutely spent. Like, well, I think Jim Ross got, oh, no, the king goes, or somebody goes, oh, I am spent. He goes, yeah, well, we've got two more matches to, uh, to come and say, oh. Man, I paused it at this point. And honestly, this was so energising, this match. I, uh, you know, you, you, think you, you think you know it if, you, if you're a wrestling mm. fan. You think, oh, yeah, you know, I, I do know that match. It's impossible to know that match. You can watch it. You can know every single move and you can play it through your head. But until mm. you have it in front of you, you forget just how magic it is. Um, the, I paused it at that point and I was like, I fucking love wrestling. And I paused it and I saw there was an hour left in WrestleMania 25 still to go. And <laughs> yeah. I was like, how the fuck has this happened? <laughs> uh, uh, it was it was tough work. Yeah, it's not great, is it? it, it I mean, well, I mean, yeah. In any other situation, you'd be like, all right, fine, it's it's, it's happening. Like, but yeah. um, I'm enjoying the fact that uh, Undertaker is currently um, feuding with a Twitch streamer called, called Doctor Disrespect. <laughs> Doctor Disrespect is a is a man who I think he's slightly he's an older streamer, uh-huh. um, which is quite rare, obviously, in that kind kind of world. He started on uh, PUBG uh, Battlegrounds, and then he's moved on to Overwatch. I think um, he cheated on his wife and uh, <laughs> had to spend some time not on stream. Got you <laughs> dealing with his problems, uh, but uh, yeah, he's uh, yeah uh, Taker interrupted um, an Overwatch stream of Dr. Disrespect saying, I have no patience for the two-time. WWE is my domain, my yard. Your transgressions will be punished, Dr. Disrespect. You will rest in peace. And then WWE later revealed that the integration with Taker and the two-time Twitch streamer of the year uh, was sponsored by G Fuel, the official <laughs> the official energy drink of eSports. I'm JBL. You need to get some G Fuel. <laughs> Jesus. Man, he's um, Undertaker's wife, Michelle McCool, who is also in the women's battle, uh, like <laughs> Miss WrestleMania Battle Royale in this WrestleMania. Right. She was uh, on online today complaining that WWE had done a list of the sort of 45 women pioneers of right. the women's revolution. And she said, I was not mentioned on there. And she said, you would not believe the grief that I get being Undertaker's wife. She said, you would not believe how hard I've had to fight. To It's a bit like... I. I think that was probably a little bit more of a help than a hindrance. Um, whenever, whenever she comes back, um, you know, when she does occasional sort of like the Royal Rumble appearances right. and everything, they treat her like she is one of the great ass kickers of all time. Really? And let me tell you, 
in her career, she was not that. No. Quite anonymous. <laughs> uh, oh, very much so. She actually co-held the Divas Championship with another woman. So that sort of tells you exactly about <laughs> the level of her ability there. I, I, I'm, I'm being harsh now, but it did seem a weird thing when you start sort of saying, you know, listen, I, you would not believe how people disrespect me being the Undertaker's wife. Yeah, it's okay, a little right. bit like I don't think anyone disrespects you <laughs> being the Undertaker's wife because he seems very frightening. Yeah. Um, Shall we quickly race through those last two matches? Let's pile let's, through let, them, let's baby. Let the people go home. Yeah. Um, a triple threat match: World Champion Edge versus Big Show versus John Cena. I uh, was confused <laughs> about I what know. this was all about. Do you about? know what? You go from this perfect match, yeah, and then it's going okay. Now here's a load of soap opera storyline. Vicky Guerrero smooching Big Show. Uh, this uh, after seeing Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels, the five star classic, possibly the best wrestling match of all time. I want to see a match that revolves around the fact that a Big Show has been caught on CCTV French kissing uh, Eddie Guerrero's window. <laughs> I mean, it just—it's. I tell you what, as well. Credit to Vicky Guerrero. They never held back on going, we're going to get you to boo her. Yeah. And if it didn't feel transgressive enough that you were booing, essentially, you know, the widow of, of someone One that of you knew and loved, yeah. mm. uh, they stick her in a wheelchair to come What's out of What's the wheelchair about? I mean, Jesus Christ. I mean, I, you know, I, I feel uncomfortable booing her anyway. And then you're like, oh, she's got a wheelchair and those sick puppies that she's trying to raise money for. <laughs> what are you doing? Um, you've probably never heard her voice before, which is uniquely aggravating. <laughs> it, it, yeah, she's not... Um, she's not a Max Max person, is she? I guess no, no. Yeah. no. Um, Cena also at one point uh, in the in the sort of like the preamble to mm. it, he he says <laughs> he says the line, Vicky, you've got some explaining to do. But for some reason, he sort of goes, I'm going to do this with a bit of pizzazz, and he goes, Vicky, you got some explaining to do. <laughs> Oh, yes, he does. I forgot about that. It comes out of nowhere. Wow, yeah. He is mental. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's a great entrance. John Cena comes out with 50-odd fake John Cenas. I, I, once again, I'll tell you how bad my memory is. Uh, I, I watched that last night and I was like, that is brilliant. I have never <laughs> I have never seen that entrance before. Because you were probably positioned next to the shitter ones that I imagine were at the back. Because <laughs> yes. the heights get progressively smaller. Really so what happens is he comes out with this... this um, uh, what they called like when soldiers get married, you know, the guard of honour. Sort yeah, of thing. yeah, yeah. He comes out with those, but it's all just identical John Cena doing the "you can't see me." Uh, and when they turn thing. and start doing the "you can't see me" thing, I was like, "That's great." And some of them are laughing at the their opposing number because some of them are doing it quite slowly and respectively. Yeah, respectfully, someone's just going for it. There are there's a, there's approaching wanking kind of like. Do you know what I, I did write down? At least one of them must have photographed <laughs> themselves jacking off in those in that Cena costume. <laughs> I I do not trust like American men under 30 no. who are into sports and bodybuilding <laughs> that they wouldn't have been jacking it off and sticking it up online and then going out and going hey, you see me I'm WrestleMania with a big boner you know, it's <laughs> absolutely 100% likely how do they find because the, the ones at the front actually look quite like John Cena they do quite, quite nicely there done there are so many of them it's not like there's 20 <laughs> no again you, everyone has forgotten about this entrance when people go great John Cena entrance yeah. uh, like where he comes out in the gangster's car or, <laughs> or where he drives the hot rod into you know bollocks yeah. the one where there's a million John Cena's, which also hints that he's a bit generic and anyone can be him, which is probably why they don't talk about I'm it. I'm the real one. I'm but dressed exactly the same and look exactly be, the same. There must be 250. Is that, <laughs> is that too much? I, I don't I know. Think there's, I think there's 50 on each side, 100. I think there's 100. 100, okay. 100 John Cena's. I, I was there. I remember it being 250. Uh, <laughs> but they, it looks absolutely yeah, it's brilliant. brilliant. I really, really, really enjoyed it. Um, I would love it if he'd have um, taken two of them out for dinner. I think that would have been... <laughs> just, uh, just wearing the same clothes. Yeah, all of Lovely. them going out for dinner. And, you know, I'm not going to go into what then... Well, I've got some more, I've got some, I've got some more slash fiction now. You want to dress up as Batman? 
<laughs> I've got some coming up. Uh, yeah, there's oh. a sort of end, end with that, I think. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, I just got the feeling that Big Shaw felt uh, restricted that he couldn't do any big slams because Undertaker had used all of them up. <laughs> well, I can't do that, can I? This also done, seems no, no. to be a bit of a thank you to Big Show for last year with Floyd Mayweather. Right. Where okay. you sort of go, you did such a you know great deal for the company there and you worked really hard. And yeah. You made us all that money and all those pay-per-view buys. I think they put him in the main event here. I don't think this is... I mean, this is one of those matches as well when it was announced. It wasn't the main event, really, though. That's the problem. No. Well, yeah, and uh, you and know. people were really disappointed when this match came out. No. They were a bit like, well, at least give us John Cena versus Edge. Why has Big Show been added to it? Yeah. Um, I don't think it makes it any worse. If the Undertaker's story about it going over in time is true, mm. then they shaved quite a lot of time off this one. It wasn't didn't make it any worse. Mm. It was fine. It's just after what you've just seen. Mm. Watching Edge spear the, Vicky Guerrero or a grieving a, widow. You have had a delicious beef Wellington. <laughs> and then out comes someone going to a freeze pop. And you're a bit like, yeah, I like freeze pops, but... Uh, not, not in this now. context. Not now. Not in this context. No. What, what about some um, Campbell's chicken noodle soup? Yeah, I, I do. I, I do. I do <laughs> have like that. that. Yeah, I, but I don't want it after I've had the beef Wellington. <laughs> if that's all right, okay. Uh, it's a bit like that. Now Cena comes out, so of course they have to mention that WrestleMania is being broadcast to a hundred U.S. Army bases and dozens mm. of Navy warships. Yeah. Again, there is no correlation between John Cena and the U.S. Military. He's not even dressed like that anymore. No. Slaughter this year, Sergeant Slaughter. Mm. Um, very recently, he um, he was, uh, I think, nominated into the Wrestling Observer's Hall of Fame. And one of the wrestling historians did a big profile on him. And one of the things they wanted to do was go, oh, I'll just get the, the military stuff, you know, because Sergeant Slaughter has always said that he, he was, a... he's a drill sergeant. Mm. That's what he did. <coughs> anyway, while he was searching for these sort of records and looking through the old things, some of Slaughter's old clippings, um, he found uh, an article uh from Baltimore Sun, uh, Bal- the Baltimore Sun's Sun magazine in 1985, which had gone through and basically done an expose on Sergeant Slaughter, saying that the U.S. Marine Corps were basically saying there is no record of him serving, and yet he still constantly says he was a drill sergeant, yeah. and that's where the gimmick came from. And they said, so we, we do ask him not to do that. Now, people will say, <laughs> why does this matter? He's playing Sergeant Slaughter. The big thing that came out from a lot of people was, oh, I suppose you think Undertaker's like, you're going to be really disappointed he's alive. Yeah. Um, but they said, well, no, the thing is, like Sergeant Slaughter is used by the WWE as their military man. Yeah. So they send him to things like veterans associations and they send him to memorials and things because he says he served. Um, he hasn't. So someone <laughs> went through and they just found out loads and loads of, of things over the times in shoot interviews where he talked uh, specifically about serving in Vietnam. And the story do which not... Which he didn't. <laughs> they do not add up. No. Um, uh, so on a shoot interview or a radio show, is a radio show, Sirius FM's uh, Jim and Sam show, they said, did you really serve in the Marine Corps? And Sergeant Slaughter, Bob Remus, said, <laughs> got out in 74, went in in 68. Two tours of Vietnam, yeah. I was basically just infantry, you know, making sure all the grunts don't go AWOL on us, keep them all in line. So... They then said to him, were you really messed up when you came back from Vietnam? And he said, I never talked about it much. Um, back then we weren't re- reviewed as returning heroes. There were some bad experiences, things I did that I never really would have done unless I was ordered to do it. Uh, he, he suggested he had regret or PTSD from committing war crimes, right. essentially. Um, he then said that he'd been given the name Sergeant Slaughter when he was a drill sergeant. And uh, someone said to him, did you ever take part in any blanket parties, which was like the scene in Full Metal Jacket where someone is letting the troop down. Yeah, the actual, so know, they bit the, the shit out of them. Yeah, yeah with, with, I think, socks with soap in. Mm. And Sergeant Slaughter said, yep, yeah, I've been in one. And uh, they said, what did the guy do? And he went, he snuck the uh, Twinkies into the barracks. They made us do it. 
he said. Um, it's worth saying he the, the, the Freedom of Information request found that he had had no association whatsoever <laughs> with the Marines. So there is a funny Twinkies, thing about, <laughs> about all of that thing about stolen valor that I sort of joke about John Cena. Yeah. Turned out it was the last one you'd expect. <laughs> it was the one dressed as Sergeant fucking Slaughter. <laughs> um, heartbreaking. Oh, I love it. Um, yeah, under look under normal circumstances, this would be a fine match, this triple threat. Because it's after Undertaker and uh, uh, Shawn Michaels, mm. I view this as the opening match of WrestleMania 26 <laughs> because the main event is over. Um, These are the two dark matches of WrestleMania 26. Yeah. Yeah. John Cena wins. The 25th anniversary <laughs> of WrestleMania. John Cena wins and he annoyingly he, he reacts as well like it's the culmination of a plan that has brought him no personal pleasure, mm. only a sense of duty and the job well done. <laughs> um, which again is is that ridiculous military dickheadedness <laughs> he brings in. I, I do think he should be prosecuted. <laughs> <laughs> we have the Hall of Fame out of the car. That, that Stone Cold comes out onto onto a jeep, and that, that lasts too long. He drinks a lot of beer. On he his drinks own. a lot of beer, smashes the beer around. He yeah. um, throws a cooler into the ring. And, <laughs> It, it just never yeah. ends. It never ends. I. It was good, but I was like, it was some great ATV driving. Like just really? kind of like, like very tidy circle. It yeah. looked like he was going to go off into some of the lights when he was coming down, but when he did the spin, yeah, beautiful. It's, it's worth saying actually. You forget this as well because you do watch it on telly. Mm. Uh, but when you're there live, there is no extra time. It's not like they go, we have to reset this up and yeah. everything. Everything happens while that video is playing of Triple H and Randy Orton. <laughs> yes. They are stripping all that beer yeah, off the yeah. ring. And it's just such a well-oiled machine. You'd sort of think, oh, I could probably put on a WrestleMania. I mean, <laughs> you, Pete, Pete, you're arrogant fool. Um, it's, it's I'm always saying like that, clockwork. mate. <laughs> I know. Right, finally, the main <laughs> event, the real main event, the match we all talk about, the match that WrestleMania 25 is remembered for. Yep. Uh, WWE champion Triple H uh, versus Randy Orton. <sighs> Um, they have already been having this match for five years. Mm. This is... Um, it's so boring, Mark. It's so boring. Nothing's Pete. happening. It's so boring. There's a couple of uh, kick-ins and I, punch-ins. I and... continually <sighs> stopped watching this, and I had to drag myself back <laughs> because I know that we're talking about it here. And I actually yeah. thought to myself, I, I don't even remember that. I saw this match live. Oh, I don't even likes, remember. A man who likes what... hammers versus a man who likes... It's so war. bad. And I tell you what, the worst thing is, they don't play it by ear. And the crowd are done. <laughs> we've, we've seen <laughs> WrestleMania. We're all great. And Triple H is like, I can, I can give them a 35-minute match <laughs> that will make them forget that fucking Undertaker Shawn Michaels thing. Yeah. And honestly, the, they are tone deaf as to the reaction they're getting. There's a bit right there, the end sequence is Triple H hits Randy Orton with a sledgehammer mm. to silence. He then starts punching him in the face to silence. He then hits him right over the head really hard in silence. Yeah. He does the pedigree and pins him. And obviously that bit was supposed to be building, 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 and it's just flatlined. And the whole match, everyone's just like, this is what the, the Undertaker and Shawn Michaels match isn't. They're plodding, there's loads of ref bumps. There's use of a weapon. There's not listening to what the audience are doing. Yeah. Not timing it. It's mm. a masterclass in how just, I, I, you arrogant prick. What were you thinking? <laughs> Triple H will have argued that this should have been the main event. It's the belt. It's the belt. Yeah. You stupid idiot. You've ruined the night. <laughs> I do remember this as well, as I remember this being very deflating. Mm. And when we were there, people were literally like, 
Oh God, you know, still, still, it might be long now. Are you allowed to um, drink at WrestleMania? Yes, uh, so yes. You by are. that point, you probably would have been a bit hammered. That's what I would have been. I remember it's it, because it's like Texas as well. It was hot, so yeah. it was, you know, you know that night heat. Yeah, that's the worst sort of heat. Kid. Yeah, that's the worst. Heat. And and, and the, I do like Lone Star Lager, but it's not satisfying. No, you got to drink a lot of them to get a buzz on. I tell you what, the other thing is, it's hot there, and by that time of night, people have also eaten. So they've eaten like and American stadium food is is like ours but bigger. Yeah, and it just do you know what it smells of? It smells of hot spilt beer over the last six hours <laughs> and fucking Americans fart. <laughs> and it's just like this is again <laughs> what you know. <laughs> you get out into the air and you're just like, oh, God, that's oh amazing. God. But then when you're like, you get into a car to go back or onto the bus, you're like, oh my clothes stink of farts and popcorn. It's absolutely disgusting. Um. I, I I had no notes on this match because no. I didn't want to see it. I didn't want to see it then. I don't want to see it now. It's, it's look, watch it if you want to watch it. Watch it yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first match we've ever done. That. Just look. He said, "Look now." Do you know no, no, this no. is this is there's the been first longer match. WrestleManias. There's been certainly yeah. shorter WrestleManias, but this was just too much. This is the first match that I almost didn't finish, and I had to go back. And I went back about. What eighteen hours later? Yeah, and I thought, no, I better watch it. And I and I, again, it took me four hours to get. Th- and I didn't watch the middle bit. <laughs> I kept on going forward. It is, it stinks. And I think it, it's one saving grace is when when it's over, you can see Triple H is in a fucking foul mood. Mm. He's got a real sort of funk on, and you can, you know, <laughs> that was entirely his own fault. <laughs> Don't fuck yourself like that. Um, how it should have ended was mm. um, how this little story I got off the internet. <laughs> uh, Randy Orton's, um, I'm going to call the story Randy Orton's point of view because I won't name who, which slash fiction writer wrote this got online. You. But um, this is from Randy Orton's point of view. I was standing in the middle of the ring. I just won a match against Kurt by breaking the uh, angle lock and uh, doing an RKO on him. My hand is raised in the air. I see that lights went out. I'm so confused right now. I start pasting the ring until I hear a ding. No, no, it can't be. He can't be here. It can't be him. <laughs> I start to squirm as I felt it. It's the Undertaker. Uh, <laughs> I start to squirm. I felt his hand hit me in my upper thigh. I yelp in pain, feeling it tingle. I feel another hit in the same place. I start to hit him in the side. Stop, I'm a grown man. You can't do this. Stop. I felt a slap to my ass. This is in the locker room. Uh, I, I felt a slap to my ass. I dropped my head and groan in pain and, and pleasure. What's wrong, boy? Getting it turn on? <laughs> I shake my head. No, until he hit me, make me moan and cover my mouth. Shock of what I did. You better stop before I say or do something I regret. I say, why? You got a kink I don't know of? He says. He hits me again. Daddy! I moan, I ain't your dad, boy. I blush. I know that, damn it, but my dad spanked me when I was young. Ugh. He sits me up, so I'm sitting. I stare at him, uh, blushing. I see him smirk down at me. I shook my head, realising, I'm not a slut. I need to be Dominic. I think that's how you spell it. I think they mean domineering. I I, I hope so, otherwise Dominic is Ray Mysterio's son. (laughs) And at the time this was written, it would be absolutely fucking lethally illegal. (laughs) I flip us over, and so now I'm on top. We just stare at each other. I snap out of it and kissed him. I licked his bottom lip. All I get is a growl. So I bit his lip, making it bleed, and open his mouth. I shove my tongue in his throat, claiming every spot my tongue touch. (laughs) I stop thrusting into him when I hear the uh, door open. Uh, that's when I finally notice uh, we're in the very back of the locker room. I see Jim Ross standing there, wide-eyed. No, please don't involve him. That is that is oh. th- that would that is going too far. <laughs> he smirks. 
oh, oh, look, <laughs> look who we have here. The Undertaker, the dead man, getting fucked by Andy Randy Orton. Uh, I see Jim look from him to me and say, we can use this against him, Randy. We can finally get that fam that we deserve. Fame? Fame. fame. Got to be fame, innit? Family? I don't, I don't are, they, are they married? <laughs> um, anyway, they finish up. It's cum is everywhere. Um, <laughs> I, I don't want to sound desperate or some shit like that, but, but, but I put my head down. What, Randy? I hear him say, I take a breath and I say, I, I want to see you again, Undertaker. I don't want this to be a one-time thing. I feel my face heating up because I know I'll probably fuck up. <laughs> Randy, this isn't the last time you've got to see me and this ain't the last time we do this. Trust me, boy. Uh, I pull away. We hear a knock. Randy, you're up against the Undertaker in 10. <laughs> <laughs> Better get clean, boy. Don't need to walk out there with cum dripping down you. I will. He smirks. He kisses me one more time, saying three words I wanted to hear since I met him. I love you, Randall. <laughs> I smiled. Love you too, Mark. <laughs> Insider. Yeah. Uh, Damn, I gotta clean this shit. And I said out loud, and then I thought to myself, huh, Randy and the uh, Randy Orton and the Undertaker never saw that coming. I smiled to myself the end. <laughs> Thank you. I still think that I should go last at WrestleMania. WrestleMania! <laughs> 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 WrestleMania, Mark! Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. 